Hey there everybody and welcome to another episode of Life Downloaded Live. As it is every lockdown, I am still in Casada Edge. But as always, thankfully, for my own sanity and yours, I am joined by the amazing Samantha Rank. Say hi, Sam. Oh, hello, my darlings. How I miss you. How I miss your face. Indeed, because we haven't we haven't seen each other in well since before this all started. Probably a couple of weeks before this all started, because we had a gap between episodes and because we all got busy and then we all got locked in our own houses. So we haven't actually been in the same room for probably about 10, 12 weeks now, which for us sort of podcast wise and just life wise is, is really weird. It is really weird. I'm actually like, when you put it like that, it kind of is a little bit sad. I feel like, Oh my goodness. Um, I've actually changed my environment for you. Um, I'm not up in my, in my bedroom with a horrible, you know, white wall. I've come down to the conservatory, thought that was a really good idea for you all this morning. I thought, here's a tree, you know, and, you know, a little bit of light. But first of all, it's freaking boiling. I'm roasting already. And I'm a little bit, like, it's really bright. So if I start going like this at everyone, I do apologise. It's just, um, yeah, it might look pretty, but it's really not that practical. Um, that's the first moan of live downloading. Hey! Because, hey, because um, it wouldn't be an episode if um, I wasn't moaning about something. But well, we are both, we're both feeling a little bit fatigued today, aren't we? We're both feeling a bit like, oh. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm on, I'm on the live downloaded adrenaline rush now, but definitely getting out of bed this morning was a challenge. And I, I think that happens to, to you know, to most people at lock, during this lockdown at some point. There are days when you're just like, what is the point of getting out of bed? And uh, today, today was one of those one of those days. But then I went, no, I've got life downloaded. I must get out of bed. And not only have we got life downloaded and it's Friday and it's lunchtime, but it's also a bank holiday and it's the 75th anniversary of VE Day, Victory in Europe Day for World War Two. So kind of a day where you should get out of bed, really, I feel. So yeah, I got kind over of a day that. where you should, you know, think, do you know what, life is good. Um, although we're going through quite a poop time, um, there's still lots to be thankful for and lots to celebrate. So, so yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't know. I'm feeling a little bit ropey today, did not sleep very well. And um, I am really grumpy when I don't sleep. There's only a few things that really like, kind of make me, turn me into a devil. Um, and that is lack of sleep. But I think my anxiety has spiked a little bit. I, I'm sure I've mentioned on the uh, the show before that my since lockdown, my anxiety has kind of been okay because my anxiety is definitely linked to going out and about, um, you know, kind of physically leaving my home and interacting uh, with other people. So now that I'm, you know, kind of in one place, it's been all right. But I, I definitely think the news that the lockdown is um, potentially going to change this weekend, uh, you know, Boris Johnson is going to say that, you know, he might lift it in some areas. I mean, I'm not going to speculate because, let's face it, you know, every day something changes. Um, however, I, that kind of hit me a little bit because, like yourself, I'm shielding, you know, and many people with disabilities are shielding which is very different from lockdown because I don't know about you. I've not even been out for a, like a walk, you know, anywhere. I've not, I've not physically left the house. Well, that's a lie. I, I got into my mother's car when she picked me up in London and we drove 
200 miles back to Lancashire, but mm. I'm not really classifying that as <laughs> anything too exciting. That was literally a car journey. Um, so I think I'm, I'm starting to think, okay, what does that mean for someone like me? Because everything's got to slowly get back to normal. And how long do I, in theory, have to shield? How long before my mother gets sick of me and throws me out and I've got to go back to London, you know, because obviously she has to go back to work soon. So I think for the first time I started to think, okay, um, I've, there's definitely uncertainty for me now. I think when we're all in it together, that calms me. You know, because we were all we were all in it together. But yeah. now, you know, now we're kind of like trying to go back to some sort of normality or thinking about it. I've kind of really I don't know, it's panicked me. How about you? What how have you taken the news? Yeah, um I mean it all depends on, on your theory on how this is all working anyway. Um in terms of, you know, for me as somebody that's semi shielded, much like you, I haven't left the house in six is it six or seven weeks now much like most people my brain's like what day is it how long have we been doing no i know this merging into one yeah so you know the length of time doesn't bother me and i'm quite a home bod anyway as much as i love going out and doing stuff i'm quite comfortable in my house you know i have a, i have a nice setup here as long as my internet connection is live i'm a typical boy as long as my internet connection is live I'm okay. I mean, obviously, I'm missing my girlfriend and all that kind of stuff. But we're still talking every day and, yeah. But, yeah, in terms of coming out, I, I just don't know if it's the right time. And even outside of sort of disability and being disabled and shielding, I'm just not sure if it's the right time, but it's it's not my decision to make. I have my opinions on it and I could rant about it for hours, but it would probably make a really boring live stream slash podcast. Um, so, yeah, it's a weird one. Um, but I, I am somewhat worried that in sort of the, the lockdown scenario that deaf and disabled people are going to be left behind. Yeah, I mean, I think that's been the narrative from day one. We were definitely in aftermath. I mean, I'm really pleasantly surprised that um, we seem to be embracing um, the elderly much more. You know, particularly on television, we've been celebrating, you know, kind of Colonel Tom and, you know, which has been fantastic because they are another minority group that often gets kind of shoved to the back. We don't really care about the disabled or elderly. So I'm kind of glad that they've got a lot more um, um, kind of representation and people are trying to safeguard them a little bit more. That still doesn't mean that people with disabilities are in that same bracket. I think my main concern is at the moment, I'm really enjoying the fact that I can do things on on my, on my the laptop. I can do, you know, Zoom presentations. You know, I've been able to maintain some, some kind of work. Um, and I've got, up until June, I've got some work coming through where they've requested, you know, webinars or Zoom, which is fantastic, Amazing. Um, you know, which is great. But I think there's going to come this point, there's going to come this point where everyone goes back to normal and then people like you or I will still maybe be shielding and will will then, will we then struggle with regards to socialising and being offered work? Because maybe then, you know, people have gone back to normal. So they'll be like, oh, we don't need to do Zoom anymore. You can come into the office. But actually, there's going to be a whole host of us 
that are saying, well, actually, we would still prefer to use Zoom. So I'm just hoping that um, people recognize, A, it's a fantastic way of being more diverse. Uh, and also, I'm pretty sure it will save a lot of companies money. I mean, you know, I'm freelance. And sometimes when I've got to go, even if I've got to go and do, you know, a guest appearance and it's for a charity or, you know, something, I, you know, even if I don't get paid for it, I will still, uh, you know, ask that they, they provide travel expenses, mm. you know, and that would mean getting in a black cab and that could be quite costly. So I'm sure, you know, if I would say, do you know what, I would actually quite like to to go, you know, to do this via Zoom. I do, I'm just, I'm, I'm a bit pessimistic at the moment. I think people are going to be so excited about going back to how we were because we can, we can do it again, that maybe all the good work, because I think there's been a lot of good work that's come out of, um, you know, the way we, society interacts with one another and how, you, you know, businesses work and, you know, kind of prosper. You know, I think it's been a lot of positives, not just for disabled people, but for people with children, for people with other commitments, people who've got three-hour commutes every day. You know, they could potentially work very differently. So I'm just, I don't know. I'll see. And I, I suppose how I've been taking this whole approach is taking every day as it comes and not really thinking too far ahead. But yesterday, I definitely had a dip. I definitely had that wobble. Mm. Well, I was like, oh my goodness, this is just a lot. And also, I got an email saying my sofa's going to be delivered at the end of June. I bought a new sofa before lockdown, because I didn't know. And uh, so they're going to deliver that to my house, but no one's there. So I really need to organise that. Need to need to get that sorted. Anyone want to come and pick up my uh, my sofa? That would be really handy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be any good for picking up your no, sofa. I don't, right I don't. I'm not going to lie. Because, you know, locked in a room. But Louise is on the comments and she said that for her... Shielding isn't fun, even though she loves being at home. And she, she kind of agrees with us, maybe it's not the right time. So I do think, you know, these are concerns that are echoed throughout the, the deaf and disabled community, as well as the elderly community as well, I assume. But, you know, I'm, I'm not in the elderly community, so I don't want to comment for them. But I'd say that a lot of our concerns are somewhat similar. Um, but yeah, as, as for your sofa, I can't help. And talking of furniture delivery... Um, my girlfriend had a new bed delivered that was supposed to be delivered on the first day we went into lockdown. It then got cancelled. It finally arrived. And now, oh, really? there's, now there's some brackets missing, so she can't actually put it together. So uh, lockdown deliveries are a thing of interest. So, yeah, you might want to get somebody on looking yeah. after your sofa. I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. But I know it's really kind of first world problems. But there's a lot, you know, it's it's crazy. All the all the kind of little pieces that you take for granted have now become quite, you know, obstacles and challenges. You know, I I got I remember being in the um, in the <laughs> in the sofa shop getting really excited because I was buying a new sofa. And I was like, oh, I kind of want my new sofa now. But anyway, but at least hey, when I do go home. Ta-da! New sofa. So I'm going to be quite chuffed with that. Um, mm. I have to say, for anyone who's joining us new, um, I know that we had quite a few um, new followers on Instagram and Twitter. Um, that's fantastic. Uh, uh, my, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about what you know what Life Downloaded is. So myself, Dad, well, myself and Dan, um, I've worked together, um, well, you know, for years and years now, haven't mm. we, on a number of different charity 
uh, or you know kind of uh, campaigned and we just really gelled we get on really well and we we're, we're of a similar age we are both wheelchair users um and we just thought you know what let's do a podcast um because we've got a lot to say and sometimes when you do when we do things on behalf of other people you don't always get to voice what you want to get to voice so no. that's where really where life downloaded kind of came from but um it's we're very chilled as you can tell we're not scripted we kind of just literally have you know word vomit where we just kind of say what goes on in our heads which is really nice because i think it it kind of uh, is, is very authentic of us um but but yeah i mean i i tend to swear quite a lot so i do apologize Although I am quite liking the name Word Vomit. Maybe that's the second podcast. Maybe, 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 maybe we try and get hold of like Susie Dent from Countdown and create a Word Vomit podcast. I thought you made that up. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, word? I do. I do. But I, I just like it as a phrase. <laughs> word Vomit. Maybe that's what today's... Um, uh, uh, why can't I speak? That's what today's... <laughs> the title of today's podcast. Exactly. I, I told you I was tired. It's really not going very well for me, is it? But um, I wanted to kind of pick your brain about um, an incident I had. We have spoken previously on the lockdown editions about people getting a little bit randy, mm-hmm. people getting a little bit horny yes. um, during lockdown. Dur- during lockdown, yeah. Because it appears um, when you're on your own, all you want to do is do naughty things with other people. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we're like children. Once you can't have it, that's all you want. Um, so I've had quite an influx of um, gentlemen um, kind of callers sliding into my DMs. Um, Check you out. Um, well, <laughs> hold, hold on. Okay. Hold on. You know, don't get too excited. There's no no wedding bells yet, my darling. Is there not? No, no, not really. I don't um, need to buy a hat, no. <laughs> um, very flattering, very sweet. Uh, you know that I'm really, really rubbish at dating anyway. I'm quite, like, I'm such a, a hard taskmaster. Like, you know, I'm I, I, I'm always very um, guarded when it comes to things like this. And also, I, I think I get a little bit um, cautious just because, uh, you know, I don't like messaging things on. I'd rather have face-to-face talks, you know. I'm not one for sending pictures or things like that, you know. I'm quite, mm-hmm. I'm quite vanilla when it comes to online uh, dating, I suppose. Um, that's just because I'm quite a private person. Anyway, so I had, I've had a few, and although I tried to like brush, brush them off, that is definitely not not where I am right now. And also, I'm not even at home. I'm at my mum's, you know, and I don't even know when I'm going to get out of lockdown. But um, one one gentleman, um, obviously, one you know, to say who he is, he's very persistent. I kind of said, no, 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 no. And he went, oh, you know, maybe you go for one drink. So I was like, look, well, if you're ever in London, let me know and we'll go for a drink. But then he, he knew about my disability, right. obviously. He didn't know about my disability. Um, but then there was a few kind of kind of ableist comments. And then I posted just the other day, I was, we've got a swing in the garden. So I was on the swing and I took a video and I and I pointed it at my legs and I was swinging my legs. Yes, yes. Um, I saw know, that on your Instagram. Why not? Because um, you know. And then, and then he put, oh my God, I didn't know you could move your legs. So I just blocked him. Because first of all, I was like, you, that is just assuming that everyone who's in a wheelchair can't move their legs. 
Mm. Like that to me was a really quite ignorant comment. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, it just got my back up. It probably got my back up more because I didn't particularly want to, I didn't particularly want to, you know, date this person anyway. And he was just kind of pestering at me. So I probably, I probably had my defenses up. But I think the question I want to ask you and people listening is how much leeway do you give someone when they maybe haven't been around disability or they, you know, they are genuinely interested in you, um, really fancy you, but again, you know, kind of can come out with some really ableist, you know, very ignorant comments. Where, where is that line? Was I in the right to block him? Or should I have said, that's really quite a ignorant comment. Um, if you want to date me, I, I think you should go and do some homework. You know, where, where, where do you, because I don't want to date someone there where I have to constantly educate them and no. where I, and where I feel, where I feel like they're going to make comments about my disability that are actually quite hurtful, mm. you know, why should it matter even if I could move my legs or not? I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of questions there for you, Dan. There but. is, there is. You've, 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 you've given me a lot to go, go with there. Now, obviously those of you that are watching us on Twitter, on Periscope, on YouTube, on Facebook, if you write in the comments give us your opinions we'll throw them in as well that's what this is about it's a lunchtime chat but for me um i think it's a tough one because a lot of it is personal preference and if you if you don't want to describe everything and explain everything to that person then you're well within your rights not to um I I think for me the way you've described it there's probably a more tactful way to ask the question um or even you know make make a statement or you know breach the conversation I suppose um, but but yeah no it, this is the thing when it comes to disability sorry I'm engaging my brain and sort of thinking on my feet but when it comes to engaging disability and asking questions about it. Non-disabled people, some at least, not everyone, I'm, I'm not towering everybody with the same brush, seem to lose a filter and about what questions are appropriate and inappropriate to ask. Like, I will often, you know, and so will you, Sam, get asked questions that we're like, would you ask somebody that if it was about, you know, do you, on average, go up to, for me as a man, go up to a woman and ask what a chest size is just because I'm looking at a chest? I don't. Um, so, you know, it's... I wouldn't do that. So why would you ask about somebody's impairment? But there seems to be this disconnect in society that asking questions about disability that can be quite personal and direct because people want to know but they don't necessarily go is this the right time to ask is this the right time to make this statement and I'm not quite sure where that that mental block comes from or where that filter comes from and where it slides in but especially with online dating those filters are even less strong because online you know whether it be Twitter, Periscope, YouTube whatever um 
people's but filters anonymous. drop away anyway. Exactly. It's more anonymous. You you know, you're not... What do they say? Hate is really difficult when you're next to a person, you know? Of course Which it is. is. True. And look, you know what? I'm not... If I were to be with someone and they have genuine questions and that happened organically... Yes. I'd be so I'd be so blessed that they they want to learn mm. and I'd be happy to teach them. But I think when you don't know somebody and they have invaded your kind of space, they've initiated something and then they have made a comment that made me feel uncomfortable, you know, um and made me I don't know, just think oh, disability Again, there's much more to me than disability. Mm. I I could have done it two ways. I could have really interrogated him and made him feel really awful for being so ignorant, or I or did what I did, or I blocked him. You know, um, so it's it's it. I find it really really difficult because I it's you know it can be quite exhausting having to educate people. Like you know, it's fine. You know, I look, I do it for a living. You know, I'm a campaigner. This is this is. Even doing this podcast, this is a form of education, but it is really, really exhausting. And I would love to have some connections in my life, some, you know, people in my life where I just don't have to do that. I mean, I suppose, you know, um, maybe being in a relationship with somebody who has a disability, you know, maybe that would limit that kind of having to spend that energy you know, kind of to communicate, you know, you could just maybe just look at one another and be like, yep. Yeah, that, I get it. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's, it's, it's been a funny one and I did actually, because I'm such a, like, I'm, I'm so soft. I felt quite bad um, about blocking him, um, you know, but it really, I thought, I don't, I genuinely just don't have the energy to have to ba- babysit somebody about my life. But this is the thing, and it's it's a case of there's a time and place for educating people, and if it, like you say, if somebody asks genuinely and it's timed right and it's tactful, you have no no requirement to tell them. But if they ask nicely and it's nicely leveled, then you know you go, okay, fine, I'll tell you. Or if we're doing it in a professional capacity, you go, okay, fine, I'll tell you because. You're paying me to do it, <laughs> so there's there's times and no, places. No, because we love. No, it's not because of that. Because we love to educate people in the correct manner. Well, there and, is that because I mean, no, nobody pays us to do the podcast. You know, this is entirely yeah. and this stream. This is entirely our creation, and it's something that we wanted to do. But it's educating when we choose to do it, rather than it being demanded from us. And, you know, in the com- in the comments, you know, uh, the last stoic has said, you don't owe a guy, you don't owe a guy a conversation, Sam. Uh, Louise has said, your top is fab. Um, oh Can I tell Louise a story quickly? Go for it. Right. So I'm trying not to spend money. So I'm going on eBay. So I got this. Seven pounds. It's top shop. It's still got the labels. So put it on today, because um, I need to do a photo shoot with it on later. Um, and I swear, my mum, it took me and my mum about 20 minutes to get it in. It's so tight, like so tight, I might have to cut it off. I've still left the labels on. It's a size 8, but it's more like a size 2. I can't actually breathe. I'm really sweaty. Um, but it does look really, 
it does look good and it makes my boobs look quite good. <laughs> Doesn't it? So yeah, carry on. Who else do we have? Thanks uh, for that, Louise. <laughs> Aaron says he's married to someone with CP that uses a wheelchair and there's really strange things people want to know. Trust me, Aaron, I get that completely and I'm sure you do as well, Sam. I'm loving the fact that people are, are in the chat today and yeah. add into the conversation. This is the joy. I mean, it's sad that we're not in the same room, Sam, because I love being in the same room as you when we record. Only because you eat all my food, not because you want to <laughs> see me. No, come on, let's be fair. You always try and feed me. I go into yours and you're like, eat this so I don't have to. Be careful what you're saying there. That might be misconstrued. That That's true. Don't misconstrue anything I'm saying. Um, filthy, filthy minds of you watching this oh, stream. Sorry, it's not even... It's, I mean, I keep forgetting what time we're on. Um, Indeed. But, I mean, let's face it, if your kids are watching, then... Um, that's your problem. <laughs> Indeed. Anybody, this this comes this comes with a this comes with a warning. Um, Aaron says for him as a, a non-disabled person, the weirdest question he's ever been asked is what attracts him to somebody with a disability. Now that's a whole that's a whole wow. different question. Um, that's a whole different question, and it's really interesting for me to hear that side of it. Um, definitely, uh, definitely, because there is, you know, I often become um, quite um, well, a bit paranoid that people—I can never say the word fetishize. Fetishize, yeah. Yeah, because I've had a few people in the past, uh, you know, want to sleep with me because of my size, and that always plays on my mind. But then, equally, you know, we've all got our own—we've all got our own, you know, things that tickle our fancy or our fanny so to speak, you know, we've all got our types. Mm -hmm. So why, you know, why not someone with who's, you know, three foot nine blonde hair and, uh, you know, has got cool wheels. Why, why can't that be a type? Well, this is, this is true. Without it being, um, you know, something sinister. Um, so that's, that is really interesting. And I mean, I've even had friends of my own say, you know, when I've been on a date, they've automatically assumed that it's because they are into, you know, uh, kind of a niche. So I'm like, well, not really. Like, I, I don't think so. I didn't get that vibe. I just think that they like my amazing personality and the fact that I'm successful and the fact that, you know, um, I've got nice boobs. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, I can't comment. Your boobs, from what I can see, uh, you know, but... I don't think we've got that kind of relationship for me to pass comment on your boobs. Um, maybe we do. I don't know. I don't mind. I like. I like any comments that I can get really right now. Um, but it. But it. But it is funny. Oh my goodness! I even had like a, a friend. A friend say was telling everyone that I was getting. I was paying for prostitutes because I couldn't get a date. And I pulled him up about it. I said. I said, where on earth have you got that? From. He went, I'm sure you've told me that. I was like, no. So that is his own unconscious bias about disability and the fact that disabled people aren't desirable, that everyone, I mean, you know, if you, if you go and get a prostitution, you know, do it. But it doesn't mean that just because you're disabled, that's the only way that you would be able to be intimate with somebody. And he'd fabricated this in his own head, mm. you know, um, because that's what he thought disabled people did. Yeah. And, you know, 
There is a part of our community, the disabled community, that do, and that's entirely their choice. But there is also a big part of the non-disabled community that do. It's, you know, it's nothing different. You're getting lots of compliments in the chat on how amazing you look, Sam. So there you go. Even though I won't pass comment on your boobs, everybody else says you look really good. So... Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, but yeah, should like... Should I do more hair flipping? More hair flipping. <laughs> uh, oh, God, it's gone in my eye now. Oh, <laughs> oh it's all gone wrong. It's all gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be sexy and it didn't work. <laughs> there, there's, there's a video there somewhere. Um... I know, if anyone freeze frames this and does that with me, just like, oh, with my hair in my face. Oh. Have we got any more uh, questions? I'm really liking this little question. Oh, no, I'm, enjoy I'm enjoying the interactive chat today. Uh, Aaron says that he's with his partner because of the person she is, not because of the chair, and he never s sort of seeked out the chair. That was never his thing, which is absolutely fair aaron and but also hey having a girlfriend in a wheelchair means that if you get really really drunk you can sit on a lap which is a win-win situation yeah and uh you know my girlfriend may say the same thing about me i mean not that either of us particularly drink but i'm sure she'll sit on my lap if she feels <laughs> like it all um, right calm down now calm down <laughs> well like you, said, like you said everybody's locked down and it's all like whew. really yeah but there you go um, so yeah, like everybody's chatting today and I like it. Chat more, everybody. We like this. Oh, the cat is now crying. My cat's now crying. Oh. In on the action. Um, my little Lola. So everyone's loving Lola at the moment. She seems to get into every every video I do or any anything that I do, she seems to like poke her little head in. Mm -hmm. Someone who just made a jumper with her face on it. I saw that on your Instagram. Uh, if you're not following Sam on Instagram, Sam, what is your Instagram handle thing? Rank, R E N K E. Um, yeah, so I go to a it's a women in media. Um, it's like a networking event. Um, I go there once a month. Um, and one of the ladies, she she knits. She knits. Now it sounds like you know, like really not cool, but like she's like a she's like a cool knitter. Like she a designed cool knitter. Yeah, like like um, Dua Lipa wears her stuff. Oh wow! Um, okay. And uh, you know her thing, her, her items have been on catwalking in, in in you know all over like London Fashion Week, and she's appeared in like Vogue and stuff. Ooh. Like, like like you know top top knit top top knitwear, which is really cool. And she 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 said in lockdown because she was a bit bored, she went, um, "I want to do a little sweater for you um, with Lola on it." And she's finished it, and it's absolutely amazing. Like, I'm kind of blown away. Um, but I just had this, like, moment of, oh, my God, I really hope it fits. Can you imagine if it doesn't fit? I did, like, measure a jumper mm. and send her the measurements, but there's that god-awful, like, feeling of, oh, my God, did I measure it correctly? Now, I know you're probably thinking, for God's sake, Sam, measuring a jumper is easy. But no, 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 no. She, like, sent me this, like, diagram of about 50 different measurements where I had to measure. Um, so I'm a little bit concerned. So what we might have to do is, if I get it and it doesn't fit, I really hope she's not listening. If, <laughs> if I get it and it doesn't fit, we might have to like like cut, cut it down the side so it fits to something and like maybe, I don't know. Why am I panicking about things that haven't happened? See, this is my anxiety. See, naughty anxiety. Yes, naughty, naughty anxiety. Anxiety is like that though. You will think about stuff that you know 
is probably a small thing in the scheme of things, but it's it's okay. But you know, if it doesn't fit, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. But I'm sure, I'm sure. Trust me though, I know what you mean about like measuring for gear and stuff because I used to have to self-measure for wrestling gear that was getting made in other places and how do you measure them for your package well hopefully royal mail put enough stamps on it no you don't mean that one okay um you know what i mean because if you're in a leotard how do you make sure you don't get squished well you see i i make the very sensible decision that i generally don't wear skin tight lycra so i'm okay um i i have wider trousers and stuff because i have splints underneath my wrestling gear ah uh, there you go i have wider trousers anyway so i'm okay but generally there isn't really like a a package measurement you just kind of like measure your waist and well, stuff oh and... i mean just swishing all that in there yeah i don't know this is why it's we bad, have a... bad enough when your knickers ride up never mind well, anything else that's it you see and but then the, some guys will wear a box so you just kind of put it in a in a box and yeah. I, so, um, everyone that's listening right now, I really apologise for the fact that the um, quality of uh, Life Downloaded has plummeted <laughs> so dramatically um, in the past, <laughs> like, 20 minutes. Indeed. Um, we, we go from interviewing the amazing Daniel Melville last week, watch no. it on catch-up if you want to, no. about how he prints his own arm um, with, this. like, 3D printing, to how I... This store my um member in wrestling gear this is this is the wonder of life downloaded though because is it though, is it though or are we just or are we but, just kind of making excuses for the fact that um <laughs> we're so not prepared and no do you know i like it as well i like this i like this free conversation i like it it's all good but this is it you never know what what you're gonna get you never know what's gonna happen you never know what we're going to talk about. And especially now that we have the lovely people that are watching live adding into the conversation. You never know what you're going to get. But it also means that you know that everything we're saying is honest, open, legit. We're not hiding anything. We're not being fake for the camera. This is as real as it gets. Yep. Yep. You know what? Um, it's been... I've really enjoyed like doing these i say like it's got to be over i have really enjoyed doing these live sessions and i really hope that people do get a bit more interactive over the coming weeks and we will definitely try and get some more guests on because i I really like listening to other people and also it makes our lives a lot easier Mm. um actually to be fair i've been listening to a few of the podcasts i'm not going to say specifically what which ones but um some of the really successful ones um, like the host, they literally just like say one thing at the beginning and then let everyone else talk, like the guests talk, and then they go now and again, they go, uh huh, mm, yeah, and then that's it. I'm like, damn it, like what we do is hard work, yeah, we work too hard, like, <laughs> we, but that that's because we're committed and we just need to we need to grow it. So if you don't already. Follow Life Downloaded on all good podcasting platforms like Apple and stuff. Head to lifedownloaded.com if you want to find the supplier that's you. Um, Aaron's asking, what do we think of the Undateables? What do you think of the Undateables, Sam? You know what? I've I've never particularly liked it. Um, I think 
So I'm, I'm, I'm half and half. I've, I've spoken to a lot of parents who in particular have children who may have learning disabilities. And for them, they've said that a show like that has been very much um, a, like a comfort blanket, has kind of given them, given them, you know, I don't want to say hope, but it's kind of shown them that, you know, there is definitely um, more to to life for their for their child with a disability. So part of me is like, okay, I, I get that you want that reassurance because it must be very difficult, particularly if you are a first-time parent of a child who has a disability. It must be absolutely terrifying, the unknown. You know, there isn't that much support out there. However, it's um, at the end of the day, it's not about the parent. It's about the individual. And this mm. is my point. Like, it's not, it's not, sorry, the cat's right. Hello. Um, There's Lola the cat, everybody. Uh, she has officially um, made an appearance. She really did. Um, you know, so it's not really about the parent. Like, it's about that individual. And I just feel a show like that, uh, I wouldn't personally go on it. I wouldn't judge anyone for going on it. Um, I think I prefer um, shows that are a bit more inclusive. You know, um, you wouldn't, I don't know, you wouldn't just have, a dating show only maybe for gay men, you know. Um, Possibly maybe to to gay men's distress. Maybe they maybe they want one. I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. But do you know what I mean? Like, why can't we just have a generic dating show? Yeah. Um, so that's the only thing that I kind of I'm not keen on it. Um, but I know that for some people it brings them comfort. Um, they like it. I do worry that. You know, non-disabled people, what are they getting out of it? Or is it really educating or is it somewhere to um, to maybe mock or make fun out of people that are different to them? Mm. Um, and, I, and, and I say that because I've worked in a school and I've worked with, teenager, with teenagers and they have made comments about the undateables and they've not been very good comments. So that's where that comes from. That's not just me kind of making... A random, you know, um, opinion. I've, I've, I've kind of heard people mock the undateables. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't personally go on it, but again, if you want to do it, do it. I'd rather see a show that's a bit more inclusive. Yeah, I mean, I tend to agree with you, to be fair, Sam. I've never been a fan of the undateables, and, you know, I even, when it, before it aired, recorded for the first series and pulled myself you, out. Because I, I knew that it was going to be not what I wanted it to be. So, for me, The Undateables is a definite no-go. Um, but, yeah, like, I've seen, you know, disabled people on first dates yeah. and stuff like that, and I'm like, that's good, because they're there with everybody else. And it's not, you know, making a spectacle of people's impairments or, you know... And also, I think if you have a show... That, you know, says in the title, uh, I mean, I'm not going to go on because I don't like the title anyway, mm. but it, it, it basically tells the viewer that it is a show that will have all disabled participants. There's definitely going to be a majority of people who are ignorant. They'll go, well, I'm not open watching that, you know, like they won't watch it. So they won't get anything out of it. Whereas if you put disabled people into shows like Gogglebox, Mm. Or, you know, I'm a celebrity. Just shows that everyone, you know, a cross-section of people will watch and you put a variety of different people in there, then then at least then you're going to hopefully reach an audience that may not be exposed to disability. Whereas I know that a lot of people will go, undateables, what's that about? Oh, no, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. You know? No, so it's I think true. That, 
think you can actually do more good and create more awareness if you just integrate everyone. Totally. And yes, Van Gogh, this is entirely live. This is live downloaded live. What can uh, I do to show you that it's live? He's, they were just asking. So yes, it is 100% yeah. live. Um, Take my nose. Do you want me to do that? Yeah. Ask yeah. me to do something, I'll do it. Careful. <laughs> you could, that could go horribly wrong. <laughs> that could go horribly wrong. Um, but this this podcast stream because it will be a podcast eventually when i edit it all up is live the undateables probably isn't live in fact i know it's not live um did they ever do a gay take me out special i don't know the answer to that but i'd have watched it um i mean that's another show that's wrong on many levels but let's not go into that van's asking a genuine question of what happens if your wheelchair breaks down um, I get it fixed. Yeah, get it fixed. Um, but um, it... I, always, I always have um, spare parts. So I know that there are um, my inner, if I have a puncture, I've always got spare inner, inner, inner tubes. Wheel, inner tubes. Um, I know that cast, my caster, front casters, they're, they're the normally problematic area. So I always have some spare casters. And I also have an electric wheelchair. So I've got my um, myself covered. And Dan, you are a part-time wheelchair user. So yeah, can, so I can kind yeah. of get around without it. Talking of which, you've reminded me I need to buy new tyres, um, which is it. really Amazon. boring. But Amazon, yeah. super cheap. Amazon, yeah, but I like solid tyres, and we could get into oh, you the do. technicalities. Too heavy for me. Yeah, see? Where is everyone from? Yeah, where, where's everybody from that's watching the Life Downloaded as we've got a room full today? Where, where's everybody watching from? Sam wants to know because she loves you all. <laughs> oh, I thought you. I thought you meant another Sam. I'm like, what? No, you, darling. Yeah, where are you all from? I, you know, I've just got a really strong smell of burnt toast in the house. I'm just hoping that it's not like burnt, burnt. <laughs> now sorry, I was just watching the cat on the floor. Okay, dog. Well, Amy's house. in the Scottish Highlands. Hello, Amy. Oh, that's that's very remote. Lovely. Indeed. How remote? How remote? How high are we talking, Amy? Is Amy, Amy, our number one fan, Amy. It is indeed. Amazing. So Amy just bought. I got a, a discount on some candles. Um, I got gifted some lovely candles, and Amy went and bought herself some candles. Um, uh, with my discount code. There you go. See. Chill out. I hope. I really hope you like them, Amy. And thanks for joining us again. Aaron is in Wembley in London. Van. Van is in North Carolina in the US. Why are you even... What time is it right now, Van? No, get a <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, I'll rephrase that. Um, it's very nice to have you listening. Indeed, but, like, what time is it there? You... I don't know. I've noticed, like, people don't sleep. I am such a baby. I go to bed at 10 o'clock and I wake up, like, at 7. And that is me, John. And, like, that is my routine. I need my sleep. But we had um, we had um, sex but Stephanie, uh, uh, I can't speak, Bethany. Stephanie Stevens. We did. Um, and she, she literally, before she did the podcast with us, she had four hours sleep. So I was like, how do these people manage? Okay, it's 7.30am, so that's not too bad. But oh, we, bad. we take it back. They are starting their day with life downloaded. Which I know, God thing. bless you. It's mm. probably going to go even more downhill from now on, darling. <laughs> um, 
you know what? I am absolutely sweating my bits off in mm-hmm. this cup. Um, and I've just noticed we've been talking for quite some time. Considering we... that we didn't really have a point of action today and we were both feeling a little bit ropey uh, and tired, I think we've done really well. And I really, I genuinely really liked talking to everyone. Indeed. That has been a really pleasant um, conversation. We will definitely get a guest on very, very soon. Mm. So if you are new to Life Downloaded, please, you know, kind of add us on our social media platforms. You don't have to add us on everything, but keep in touch, uh, touch base with us um, at, because then you can check out who the guests are. Because it will be really great when we have a guest that you maybe ask them a question. Because the guests that we get on are pretty great. You know what I mean? We've been really blessed. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, um, Life Downloaded. Um, yes. I'm Sam, well, or Samantha Rank, shall I say. And Dan, you're just Dan Edge, aren't you, on your social media? Dan underscore Edge is all my ah. social media for those of you that don't know. Um, but, yeah, you know, follow us on Periscope. Follow us on Twitter if you're not already. Um subscribe to us if you're watching via youtube just just press all the magic buttons that means you're gonna know what's going on with what we're doing um but yeah we've been chatting for a good 40 minutes or so that's generally the average length of an episode so do you know what guys if you're in the uk enjoy the rest of your bank holiday friday it's not often we get to say that um as much as you can during lockdown those of you that are watching on the rest of the world Thank you for joining us. I have been Dan Edge, and as always, I've been joined by the tremendous Samantha Rank for Life Downloaded. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Have so, a good day, everyone. Have Thank a good you, day. And we will be back very, very soon. Take care. See you soon, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Bye.